You are now listening to the Cruise Control Podcast here on SoundCloud and iTunes. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. Hey, welcome to a new edition of Two Out of Three Falls here on the Cruise Control Podcast. You can follow me, Randy Cruz, on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J, C-R-U-Z. And today we have the Deputy Managing Editor for MMAFighting.com, Mr. Mark Raimondi. He's on Twitter, uh, M-A-R-C underscore R-A-I-M-O-N-D-I, joining us to talk about Clash of Champions, UFC talk. But before that, uh, download, rate, comment, subscribe to the podcast. We would greatly appreciate it on both SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash cruise control podcast and type that in into itunes so uh thank you to those who have heard this podcast throughout the year we would really appreciate it and continue more big things in 2018 mark raymondi my man how you doing what is up how's it going man doing good man uh you know you're you're in uh la having a good time and you know, 60 degree weather. I'm here in New York in 45 before Christmas, you know, which is, you know, the, the normal, but, you know, happy holidays to you and your family, man. <laughs> happy holidays to you. It, it doesn't feel like the holidays out here. Like growing up in New York, obviously, for the for, uh, most of my life, the first 30 years of my life, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's the holidays when it starts getting cold out. You see a little, uh, little sprinkle, a little, a little uh, snow shower right. here and there. Uh, here, nothing. You don't even. You don't even know. It feel. It could be. It might as well be June right now. You really don't know. It's a little bit. It's a little bit colder than it is all year. All year round. But there, there are days like this in like May. You know, like seventy. There's like seventy two today. Mm. I'm not complaining. Don't right. get me wrong. I'm not complaining. But that, that's how it is. <laughs> well, you know that. That's what people tell me sometimes when they move out of New York to go to Florida to go to California and they. You know they they get better weather and stuff like that, but I'm like when it's Christmas and when it's the holidays, you might need that 25 degree weather to feel like it's the holidays. But you and Christmas and or in October and it's 70, it, it, you know it just doesn't feel right, man. It don't feel right. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm I'm still adjusting to it. Sometimes I find myself wondering, oh, what time of year is it? Because I just it's, it's really the same almost all year. But mm-hmm. again, I will I will take this over. Digging out my car, uh, driving in the snow, you know, walking to the train station, snow, and right. the you know twenty-something degree weather, maybe the teen, the teens. I'll take this uh, all day o- over that. Well, Margaret, I do want to welcome you to two out of three falls here on Cruise Control. We haven't had you on, I think, in about two years, so you can blame me for that. Um, <laughs> but I'm always pleasure to have you come on and talk wrestling or whatever. Now. Wrestling UFC, you are now the deputy managing editor at MMAfighting.com. You're on Twitter at Mark underscore Raimondi, um, M-A-R-C underscore R-A-I-M-O-N-D-I. You can hit him up, follow him, and check out his great work. Follow me at Randy J. Cruz. Um, Clash of Champions was last night pretty Decent pay-per-view or event or network show, whatever they want to call it nowadays. Um, before we get into individual matches, just from an overall standpoint, what did you think of the show? I think it was solid. I think it was. I think it was uh, a pretty solid show. Probably 
maybe even a little better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Uh, pretty good wrestling uh, for the most part throughout. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it was all right. I, th- I think um, I think I like SmackDown's product right now, and I thought it was a pretty uh, pretty decent. I give it like you know like a B minus somewhere somewhere in that range, maybe a C plus. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of harsh, but that's that's what I, that's what I would say. Are you more of a of a Monday Night Raw fan or a SmackDown fan, or are you like kind of in the middle right now? It really, I mean, it really depends. I kind of, for a while, I was really like in SmackDown. I like the writing team there. They seem to do a pretty good job mm-hmm. with the with the guys who are, who are good workers, giving them time. I also, I th- I just think that two hours is a little bit more uh, palatable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> on a Tuesday night, a little bit better. Three hours is like a slog, and you know there's going to be some there's going to be some, uh, some 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 dead moments, some some filler on Raw. No doubt about that. Um, yep. But yeah, I would probably say I'm more of a, a SmackDown guy. Um, I like I like uh, AJ Styles is probably is probably the best wrestler in WWE. You know, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. They got uh, Nakamura. They got a lot of good things going on on, on SmackDown. I, I do I do enjoy that show probably a little bit more right now. So who's your who's your favorite wrestler right now? Overall, mm-hmm. or just in WWE? WWE. I'm not going into Ring of Honor, New Japan right right <laughs> now, man. I'm talking about <laughs> WWE. Uh, favorite. I'm so I'm I've always I've always hated picking favorites. Uh, man, I, that's a, that's a tough one. It, it really is a tough one. In WWE. Man, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. I think I think AJ Styles is the best guy right now. I mm. I think. Uh, I think that I don't know if I would say he's my favorite. I'm just I, I've always I've always approached things with like that journalist mindset, and I don't, I don't that's not even my job. I don't cover wrestling. I cover MMA, but right. I've always approached things from a journalist mindset, and I I, I hate playing favorites. I try to kind of just okay you know, go with the flow and be objective. But uh, I think objectively speaking, I think I, I do believe AJ Styles is is the guy right now. He's getting good matches out of just about everybody. Okay, so now who who do you like outside of WWE? I think the best wrestler in the world, uh, in 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 anywhere on, on the planet is uh, is Kazushika Okada from New Japan. I, I don't I don't even think it's a conversation mm. to be honest with you. I think that he's he's far and away the best. He's had uh, he his twenty seventeen his his year this year probably rivals. I mean, not probably. It rivals the greatest years any wrestler has had ever. I mean, going going back to Ric Flair, like in, in the late '80s, uh, early '90s, like uh, when he when he was on top. I think uh, Okada's year was uh, incredible. Had the three matches with Omega, uh, the trilogy, which every single match was just. I mean, some of the best matches in the history of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, great matches with with Suzuki. Great matches. A uh, great match with uh, Shibata. With I mean, everybody and. Uh, I mean, anyone they put against him, he had a, he had a great match. So it's, uh, I think just a, a ridiculously good year for for Okada. All right, um, Clash of Champions last night. They had seven matches on the card. They had one on the pre-show, so we'll briefly go through it. Um, hmm. First match we have Mojo Rawley, Zack Ryder um, on on the preview show that I did with Graham Matthews. With uh from Bleacher Report, we 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 picked who we wanted to win or who we who we thought were gonna win. So we had we, we both had Mojo Raleigh winning. Um, uh, kind of surprisingly, uh, a a pretty good match, uh, compared to what you saw on the main card. Uh, no surprise to me that he went over. What do you think? Yeah, uh, solid match. No no issue with that. I, I think um 
not surprised that 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 Mojo went over. I think they're going to give him a little bit of push and I, a little bit of push, and I think he deserves it. Um, I think he's uh, you know he's he's a guy that has uh, has a fairly bright future in my opinion. I don't know if he's going to be you know the WWE champion or the Universal champion anytime soon, but I think he's a guy to, to push. Mm. And I keep seeing online somewhere that they they're probably going to ch- attempt or try to you know build up Bojo and possibly getting Gronk in there for WrestleMania. I don't know because you know WrestleMania they always bring in these celebrities and sports sports figures. So Mojo and Gronk outside. Do you think that there's a good chance of that happening at WrestleMania 34? It's a good question. I mean, he was he was there last year. Those guys are, two, are good friends apparently. Yeah. Uh, they do like to stack the deck in terms of celebrities for WrestleMania, and I'm sure we'll talk about a little, a little bit of that later on. But uh, but yeah, I mean, why not? I think I think um, they can do that. Give uh, Mojo some of that rub, get some of that mainstream. They got a lot of mainstream attention last year when he, when he was on there. It was on all all the yeah. big sites, all the big sports sites, and everything. So yeah, I mean, anytime they can do that, it's. Uh, I know some of the hardcore fans probably don't don't like it because they just want to see the wrestlers. But if it gets more eyes for the product, uh, I think it's a win. Mm-hmm. The first match on the official car, we had triple threat match, United States Championship, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode. Uh, we, me and Graham both had Baron Corbin winning. He did not win, obviously. Dolph Ziggler is the new U.S. champion. Surpri- are you surprised that he won the U.S. title? And, and what do you think they're going to do with him going forward? Definitely surprised. I did not see that coming at all. I, I thought... I mean, it seemed like they were they were essentially just using Ziggler to to try to get over the guy that's coming from NXT. He had that feud with Nakamura right off the bat when he came up from NXT. Yeah, the feud with Bobby Roode. I did not see I did not see putting a belt on him. I don't think it's going to be a long title reign. I could see him being a, a transitional champion and, and maybe a babyface winning it. But you know, I don't I, I don't I don't want to see personally uh, more Bobby Roode Dolph Ziggler matches I mean I don't I don't think those guys are bad I like them both but I think that that's, that's played out at this point right I mean we, how many times have we seen that match we see two out of three falls matches with those guys mm. uh something fresh for Dolph would be nice another uh, another opponent would be would be very nice yeah I think to me the problem you know I like I like Bobby Roode but you know I guess 95 he's, he's not a baby face exactly baby he's face. not he's not uh, he's more of a heel, and, and, and you know, I know the fans like him and love him, but when they when they brought him in, and it's like, all right, Bobby Roode's coming up, but you you did not know good guy, bad guy, and now the fans cheer for him, and he's now he's now a good guy, but I I don't know off top how many heels and baby faces you already have on SmackDown, so maybe that's why he went he went good guy route, but to me, ultimately down the road, Bobby Roode has to be a heel. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. I think I think that he will be. I think that they are. They don't want to be in a situa- situation where he's get. I mean, he, he gets cheered so much. They probably just don't want him. They don't want to have the heel position that way because they know the fans are gonna are going to uh, cheer him no matter what, no matter what he does. So they need to figure out a way to, to to turn him and make the fans really get on him. You know, I don't know how to do that at this point because he's so over and his. His music is so over, you know, as, as a babyface, and I'm not sure how they do it, but he, he they need to make him a heel uh, somehow. That's that's certainly the future for him. I do, I do like Dolph coming out with uh, with no music, though. I do like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got no, I have no problem with that as long as they, as long as they continue to do stuff that makes sense for him. Yeah, you know, as long as long as they, as long as they, uh, I mean, I, 
kind I kind of like that he won because it was unpredictable. I, you know, I, I think it's good. Um, every every you know pay per view, like you said, whatever the hell they're calling it now, mm-hmm. um, should have some kind of element of unpredictability because I thought I thought it was going to be Corbin like like you guys did um, on the previous show. So I think that's a good thing. It just has to make sense as far as the storyline goes. Now they have to do something with Dolph, and it has to it has to make sense. Now you're 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 definitely right about that. I, you know, most did not expect Dolph to win, but I I, I guess when it comes to being unpre- unpredictable, I think that's what we're missing in wrestling nowadays. Where you can have a match and you you already you already know the outcome before it happens. So you know mm-hmm. you know big ups to Dolph for winning, but uh, I don't think I don't think you know any one of us had him winning. Um, Fatal four way tag team match: Usos, New Day. Chad Gable, Benjamin Rusev, and and Aiden English. Uh, I thought it, I thought it, the first two matches I thought were were pretty were pretty dope. Um, I guess the the complexity of how the match was supposed to happen with the four teams and the fatal four way, four people in, and how does that work? But I, I guess it was a little mess, but I think it was a very entertaining mess. So I wasn't uh, too mad about that. But the Usos retained um, against these three other teams. Um, I think Rusev and Aiden English are getting over with the crowd uh, day by day, week by week. So eventually they're going to be good guys down the road. But um, Usos win. Um, no surprise there, but I want to ask you what you thought about the match and like who's next for the Usos? Yeah, it was a good match. I think um, I think you're right about Rusev and Aiden English. They're getting over as as uh, as baby faces. Uh, unexpectedly, I I, uh, I did not see that one coming. Uh, the whole Rusev Day thing has kind of caught fire. Yeah, uh, I, I do think. I mean, I think I think that's I think that's next for you. So that I think you turn Rusev and English baby face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and that's the feud, and I think I think that they're high right now, and you can do that. You can do that for like a, for a month or two to hold it off. That's a, it's a it's a healthy division. I like all, I like all four of those teams. I think Chai Gable is uh, is uh, incredibly talented. I like him a lot in the future. He's just so short. That's that's just a thing that's going to hold him back. I think in the eyes of uh, I mean I, I don't care about that. I'm a short guy myself, but, <laughs> but uh, I think that in the eyes of of uh, creative and, and Vince, I don't know if he'll get a huge push, but I think he's incredibly talented. Uh, yeah, I think I think Usos against uh, Rusev and English um, is uh, is the next is the next uh, program to do. Yeah, I, you know, seeing Rusev as a, as a good guy could be very funny, very interesting. You know, since his whole time coming here, he's been a bad guy. So maybe a change with that is eventually coming. So I know we'll be very happy about that. Um, even Chad Gable and Benjamin Chad was doing those those. Uh, German suplexes to to everybody in the ring, and, and he almost broke <laughs> some uh, uh, English's neck. So I was like, "Wow, it, it looked impressive." Yeah. I'm like, "Damn, you got you got to chill out." <laughs> yeah, seriously, he's he's super talented, man. I really I really love him for the future. I mean, he was he was a legitimate badass uh, amateur wrestler uh, back in the day. He was really really good. Mm. Um, I think he went. I think he was in the Olympics, if I'm not mistaken, or at least the Olympic trials. Uh, yeah, no, he was he was in the Olympics. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's really good. So yeah, he's he's a guy that I like a lot in the future. Um, if if they uh, if they you know write him correctly as a as a creative team. Are you more of a fan of the Gable Jordan team or the Gable Benjamin team? And do you think that with the separation, it kind of benefited both Gable and Jason Jordan? Yeah, I think I think it's benefited them. I think Jason Jordan is kind of having a hard time getting over the babyface, and I think that eventually he'll turn. 
on Raw and uh, and be a heel, probably turn on Kurt Angle. Mm. Uh, but I think I think he's getting a nice singles push. I mean, I think it, I think that's been good for him, and I think. You know, Gable, I, Sheldon Dungeon is awesome, and he's been awesome for many, many years. So I think team, teaming with him is good now. And then eventually down the line, I think uh, you'll see Gable as, as a singles uh, as a singles act, and I think he'll be a really good uh, upper mid card guy uh, for for quite a while in, in WWE. Yeah, I think I think Jordan got that 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 '97 Rocky Maivia flow going on right now. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, man. I was thinking that tonight. Yeah, the fans booing him, but right now he's still technically a good guy, but the fans don't like him. He's doing everything possible for the fans to continue not to like him, but um, a, a heel turn, I think, is eventually in the cards for him. Um, after that, Charlotte Flair against Natalia for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte wins. Uh, not shocked about that. Uh, Lumberjack match um, with all the girls on, on the outside and you know, wasn't too much of a fan of how it was portrayed and laid out with the the, the, the girls on the outside. They're fighting, they're wrestling, and I didn't think I didn't think Natalia was going to win. There was no really true story behind it. Charlotte wins. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like they kind of they had the the Charlotte Natalia story that was an ongoing story. Then they kind of crammed it in with with the new. Uh, mm-hmm. Riot Squad, the, the New Girls from NXT, and they, it was just kind of like a mishmash, and it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, the match was the match was kind of more about what was going on on the outside than it was uh, what was actually happening in the ring. Uh, you know, whatever uh, they have, they have to figure out. This is kind of a transition point now mm-hmm. uh, for the women's division. How are they going to do it? I mean, are they going to write? Are they going to write a story that isn't just the women's title story? On Raw, they're actually writing for the women who are not in the. In the uh, Women's title picture, which is which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, SmackDown doesn't have as much time as Raw um, every True. every Tuesday, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, depending on how you look at it. So they got to figure out what they're going to do. They got to hash it out. They have a lot. There's a lot of women on the roster now. And they got to figure out how they're going to write them uh, moving forward. So now, if Natalia is out the way and she, she, you know, she cuts this heel promo at the end, talk about I'm turning my back on you all when she's already a heel, which I didn't, I didn't right. get. Uh, so we. will we don't know what's going to happen going forward to her. But now Charlotte is still the champion. Carmella still has the Money to Bank briefcase. You're trying to find like that next opponent for her. I doubt they'll do a one-on-one match at, at the Royal Rumble. Um, even some fans are wishing for a women's Royal Rumble, which I don't know if that's going to happen. But, you know, we're still in December. WrestleMania is, is in April. You're trying to figure out who's next up in line for her. Uh, I think Becky was out doing a movie. So my, my question is, who's next up the ladder for Charlotte from from now through the Rumble and up to WrestleMania? That's a really good question. I mean, I, I guess I guess logically it has to be the Riot Squad, right? That has to be, I mean, that has to be uh, what's next. I can't, I, I don't know what else they would do at this point. It has to be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmella has had a briefcase for for almost a year now. It seems like she's had the, brief, the briefcase forever. At some point, she'll cash it in. But I mean, why not just wait till WrestleMania? And that, that could be that could be a WrestleMania tease, you know, with her True. teasing to cash it in. She was in the middle of that story with Ellsworth, and then he got released. So she has like nothing going on right now. Yeah, it's it's a transition period right now for the women's division. I I think uh, I don't know I don't know what the I mean they they brought up the, the two women's groups on both shows in the same week. 
And I think that the one on Raw is being written uh, better right now. Again, they have more time. Uh, that, that's what has to hash itself out. I think, I think that, I mean, I think I, Ruby Riot is, is good. I think she can have a good match with Charlotte if they go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, do, I, do like, I, I do like Sarah Logan a lot for the future, and Liv Morgan is, is okay. I, I got to feel a little bit more from uh, Liv Morgan. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Ruby Riot is, is a good wrestler. I could be a good match for Charlotte. But I, as far as, far as uh, next, I mean, that's the only thing I that Natalia is going to go away for a little bit and then come back with a, some kind of a new, you know, kind of a repackaged, uh, you know, storyline. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a tough one for, for, that, for that division. Yeah, um, you know, you know the one the one girl I was gonna mention, your girl Rousey, but I'm trying to figure out <laughs> if if that's even in play currently. I know we'll get to that in a bit, but it's like you know, you you mentioned Riot Squad, Becky is out, Naomi just got back, Tamina no, Lana no. You know how long is Carmella gonna have that briefcase for? Is she gonna to forget to cash in? I don't. I don't know. I don't want to see another Natalia match. Paige came back when she went to Raw, so just trying to figure out the the, the landscape for Charlotte because the next pay per view is the Rumble. I doubt a one on one match there. Then we have February. Yeah. February is um a Raw pay per view. Oh, uh, uh, the Chamber. That's for that's for right. Raw. I'm I'm trying to figure out what's the March one for SmackDown, if any. But then still WrestleMania in April. But um, if if your girl Rousey comes in, which people are speculating, even Triple H said he is news to him. Um, is it is it right for her to come in right away and go for the title, put her, put her in a title match, or let her put her in like a three on three, four on four kind of thing, and then work her way to the title? I, I think that the most likely scenario is the four-on-four, four, the four-horsewomen versus four-horsewomen. Mm. They teased that during the May Young Classic uh, a couple times with Rousey down in Florida watching Shayna Baszler uh, wrestle in the May Young Classic. They did a little bit, of, they did an angle with uh, with Charlotte and, and, uh, and Bailey. And I think it was uh, Becky um, on one of those May Young Classic shows. I, I think that would probably be the most logical thing to do. I don't know if Rousey. I mean, it's hard to say that uh, can she go in and carry a not. I mean, not carry it, but can she go in there and have a one-on-one match at WrestleMania? I'm sure she could do it. I mean, Floyd Mayweather did it uh, against the Big Show, mm. but I, I think um, what I, what I do know is that I mean, she has been down to the Performance Center. Uh, she's trained there. She's been training in, in wrestling here in LA. I know that uh, for a fact. Um, I know that her her uh, her friends uh, Shayna Baszler is obviously signed to WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to be debuting in NXT very shortly. They've been running they've been running uh, promos for her. They've been running teasers for her. Some vignettes, uh, and then the other two, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, uh, they're both also living in Florida uh, with with uh, with Shayna. Not not well. I think Jessamyn's living with Shayna together, but. Uh, Jessamyn, and, I, and I'm pretty sure they're all training at the Performance Center as well. Uh, Marina Shafir is, of course, uh, her fiancé is Roderick Strong from NXT. Uh, so, so they're at the Performance Center. Uh, they've been there training. Uh, I think that could be, I mean, it may, it may still be up in the air. You know, maybe, maybe they're just trying to see if, uh, you know, how, how they're doing. You know, how, are, they, are they capable of doing a 4-on-4? Four four? Because 
you know, if it's if there's four of them on one side, only Shayna Baszler has like a, a, any amount of experience in wrestling. I mean, she's been wrestling for uh, about two years on the indie circuit. Um, she's a catch wrestler by trade, so she has a little bit more experience. But I, I think um, I think if they go in that direction, I think it's just going to be depend on what they see from them down there, down at the performance center. I think that's probably going to be what the key is. I, I think it's probably still up in the air. I, I do think it'll happen. I think something will happen. I don't think Rousey has been training in uh, in pro wrestling for nothing. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's got to be something on the horizon. Right. Uh, I know she's doing it. She's doing a movie right now. She's doing a movie uh, called Mile 22. Um, the last few weeks, but I, but I, I I I'm pretty sure that whatever whatever she's doing with that movie will be done by the time WrestleMania season uh, kicks off. So I do I do imagine she'll be in the mix uh, somewhere with 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 them. So right now you have. Again, again, this is all hypothetical, but take me there because you know the whole thing with Raw and SmackDown, and they 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 only get together once a year, Survivor Series or that BS, sure, sure. whatever. <laughs> so you're telling me hypothetical Charlotte from SmackDown, Becky SmackDown, Bailey and Sasha from Raw against Rousey, Baszler, Duke, and Shafir in, in some kind yeah. of form of a, a, in a match at, at Mania. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that. I know they were talking about that. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported back in, uh, I guess, like the late summer, early fall. They were talking about doing that as early as Survivor Series. Um, it, didn't, mm. it didn't pan out. Um, I think it, it was just too soon for them to, to, uh, I mean, to, to get the training in. And this is not easy. I mean, they're they're both, they're, you know, all, all four of them are obviously very good athletes. But pro wrestling is is not uh, is not easy to just uh, jump in and do, especially when you're doing it in front of that many people. Um, and, uh, I saw, I saw Shayna Baszler and Jessamyn Duke at, at a PWG show, um, in early September. And I think they were, they were going down to the performance center. They were, they were leaving to go to Orlando really just after that. I think they left in like uh, September or October. They left LA, um, to, to go down there. So they've been down there for, I mean, about two or three months now, um, getting the training in. Baszler is going to be, uh, like I said, in NXT very soon, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think she's going to be starting a program with someone else down there, but I, I would imagine that would finish up before um, before uh, anything with Rousey and, uh, and Mania and, uh, and that whole thing goes. So my thing is this: if I know, I know we'll get back to Clash in a minute, but let's say the four the four horsewomen angle is not there, and they go strictly one on one with. Cause I assume when she comes in, she's not going to Raw, right? I, I think she would go to SmackDown, right? Who knows? I mean, I think yeah. I, Charlotte, Charlotte is is the match. I, I think right. Charlotte is. Uh, if there's going to be any match, it's going to be Charlotte. She makes the most sense. So now, take me there. If she goes to SmackDown, Charlotte is the champion. You would almost have to kind of switch. Charlotte back to a heel, right? Because I don't see her as a baby no, face. I don't think so. Are you, are you so you keep her as as a baby face and keep Ronda as what? I would keep her as a heel. I mean, ba- Baszler is being positioned as a heel in NXT. Uh, okay, uh, I think. Right. Um, I mean, if there if if the the vignettes were any any indication during the May Young Classic, it seemed like they were going to keep Rousey as a baby face. I think kind of like the the outsider coming. I mean, uh, keep Rousey as a heel. The outsider coming in and uh, uh, you know infiltrating pro wrestling. If she's not from the sport, kind of uh, that that type of thing they could do with her. And honestly, I mean, just just uh, the fan uh, uh, the fan reaction to Rousey right now is 
is mixed, I think, mm. at best. I think that there are a lot of people who uh, who are ready to boo her. And I think she can be I think she can be a good heel. At this point I think she may she's a better heel than she is a baby face because True. She, she does have, she is very outspoken and she became that she became that in the UFC. She she really became uh, she became a heel over, over the over the years. Um, just because she was outspoken and she said what she said what came to her mind and uh, she talked trash. Um, so I think that's probably what they'll do uh, initially, and they'll keep Charlotte as a babyface. Maybe, maybe Charlotte drops the title. Maybe Carmella cashes in at one of these next couple things, uh, oh, and she God. becomes a champion, and, and they write a whole, you know, they write a separate storyline for Charlotte and, uh, and the other horsewomen against the, the MMA horsewomen. So the fans are mixed on her. Why? Why is that? Because like, what kind of fans do UFC or wrestling fans or just fans in general? I think I think uh, UFC fans are are I think they're down on Rousey. I think that the hardcore fans don't like her right now because of I mean a myriad of reasons. Honestly, I, I think um, the, the, the trash talk and just how she just how she kind of dealt with the knockout loss to Holly Holm in 2015. Mm-hmm. How she came back didn't do any didn't do any media really before she fought Nunez and then she lost and you know she got knocked out in 48 seconds. So mm-hmm. I, I think I think that um, I think that the fans definitely turned against her. You know, right or wrong, I, I think that I think that fans went a little bit overboard on it. Um, I think that every uh, these fans are just ready to turn on you no matter no matter what happens. Uh, you know they're ready to turn on Conor McGregor right now. Yeah, uh, they already they already have. I mean they already have, but they're still gonna they're still gonna watch him fight. I mean they're still gonna watch Rousey fight too. And I think they're gonna they're gonna watch her in, in pro wrestling. I, I mean I think there's a lot of crossover between the two fan uh, groups. Uh, talking about MMA fans and uh, and uh, pro wrestling fans. So I think she'll get a mixed reaction, um, and then she can play up the heel uh, stuff. And, and I'm sure she'll get I'm sure she'll get a reaction no matter no matter what. But uh, I, I do think that. Heel is probably what she'll be initially. Yeah, because you know wrestling fans, you know they're gonna look at it as you know she 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 lost twice and now she wants to come to our world and mm-hmm. you know who does she think she is and whatever whatever. I'm like, listen, if you get anybody from the UFC, Conor McGregor, Ken Shamrock, whoever it is, they want to come here. That that's better for you. That's better for your product and your brand. She's bringing Absolutely. more more awareness and more eyeballs to. To, to 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 what's going on because as you've seen the ratings have been going lower and lower week by week by week so if Ron, if Ronda goes there it, a lot of she's bringing her fan base to watch so but you know I I just don't want it to be where you know she comes in and like they portray the persona like she can kick anybody's ass in like two minutes and then you get a, a, a champion like Charlotte who's been carrying the belt for so long and then boom Ronda comes in beats her in like two minutes and then bing bang boom she's champion. That that's what I'm hoping that, that they don't do. I don't I don't see that happening. I, I don't think they'll give her the belt right away. Um that's why I think that tag match is probably more likely or or a Charlotte match without the belt on the line. Um and Charlotte drops the title. Mm-hmm. I do think and I think you made a good point, Randy. I think um uh, having Rousey in WWE is it, it may it may not be received all that greatly from the fans because of because of what you said about, you know, her her maybe not not cutting anymore and fighting, and now she's coming over to, to pro wrestling. But again, I, I, you're, you're you're running the money. She is. I mean, who on the who on the WWE roster can sell a million pay per views in 2017? Brock Lesnar. That's it. Who who there is no there is no mm. bigger name 
on the WWE roster than Ronda Rousey, aside from Brock Lesnar. There's not. There's not. There's, name, name one person who can maybe do a two million. Maybe Cena. Maybe. But I mean, it's it's uh, it's hard to say. Rousey was was one of the biggest sports stars in the world for a couple of years there. So I mean, I think that would be. I think it would be a big deal. And again, uh, same thing with Gronkowski. If you bring someone like that in. Uh, they bring eyes. They bring new eyes, and then maybe you get some new fans out of it. There, there's really nothing wrong with doing that, in my opinion. Before I, before I go back to Clash, I don't, I don't want to sound like we forgot about that, but um, <laughs> when, when when they keep saying, or people online or whatever keep saying that Rousey is, is in talks, is serious discussion, then the guy, Triple H says, hey, you know, that's kind of news to me. Is that, do you think that's uh, A, true, or B, he, you know, he just he just doesn't want to let the excitement out too early of her pending arrival. Or see, do you do you really feel like there is still no agreement? There's no discussion of her coming in. There's definitely discussion. I mean, I, I again, I, she's she's been down there. She's been she has trained at the performance center. Um, you know, her friends are, are down there uh, right now in, in Orlando training there. Um, she's been she trained a little bit here in LA as well. I, I think um, that's not by accident. She's not doing that for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know if there is that is actually like a uh, a deal signed. Like is it, it, is her name in writing on a WWE contract? That I don't know. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But certainly they're they're in discussions, and certainly there there's something going on uh, there. And they're they're just not gonna they're not gonna uh, reveal it until until yeah. the time is right until. Until they have something solid, until they and then maybe you know they, they maybe they don't know what they're going to do yet. Maybe they don't know if they're going to do the the tag match or they're going to do the singles match or or who knows. Yeah, I I just hope that they whatever the plan is that they bring her on board. The build up it can't just be a lame interview or her in the front row of the crowd and the wrestler picks on her and she comes over the railing that you know the the, the typical stuff. Um, you know, do do something like how you know I mentioned this last week. You know, remember Tyson coming into WrestleMania 14, the whole big deal. Austin Shawn Michaels guest referee mm-hmm. press conference, all that. Like if she if she's coming in, the biggest UFC star right now is coming into your brand, your 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 company. Make it feel big, you know. Make it feel like. Yep. That press conference all over the world feel, not just no normal sit down interview or something lame. Again, they haven't done it in, in such a long time, but for her or anybody coming out of from a different sport, you got to make it feel real, make it feel big. And I hope that that's somewhat of what they do when when she comes in. Yeah, I, I think you're right on the money, man. I think you're absolutely right. I think the press conference idea is, is a great one because it, it'll it'll kind of it'll kind of suspend that disbelief a little bit and can make it feel more like a real sport, you know, yeah. for, for a minute. And then they can, and then whatever happens during the press conference happens, whether they get into a little bit of a scuffle or, or, or whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's the way to go. I think, uh, you're right. They got to make it feel big. It, it can't just be another match. It has to really be, they need to position it as a big deal. And I mean, it'll be, if Rousey's on that card, on WrestleMania, she's going to be one of the one of the main events. There's no, there's no doubt. I mean, mm-hmm. Lesnar Lesnar is going to be one, but but whatever whatever match Rousey is going to be in is going to get the second most attention, if not the not the first most attention, because again, she's she's still one of the most recognizable names in in sports. Yeah, have you have you ever met her? Oh sure, sure, many times, many times. 
And she never put you in a headlock or something? <laughs> she, uh, she never put me in a headlock, but she, uh, yeah, she and I have had, uh, well, I, I've, I've never, I've never, I've never really written, uh, bad things about her. I, I, uh, she hung up on a conference call. Uh, she didn't like a question that I, uh, that I asked her a couple years back. That was but, uh, I mean, I have, nothing, I have nothing against her. I think, um, you know, I think she was great for, for women's MMA. I think she was great for the UFC. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of sucked to see uh, the way that it, it turned out in the end, but you know, for a while there, she was, uh, she was the biggest star in the history of the sport. So I got nothing to, I got nothing to say about her. And I, I actually look forward to seeing her in, uh, in, in wrestling. Cause I know that it's something that she loves. Um, I saw her at a PWG show in September, um, here in LA. She looked like she was having a great time. She looked happy. And, uh, honestly, toward the end of her, of her, run with uh, the UFC and, and, and before that fight with home, she did not seem happy. She really didn't. She seemed like, uh, it's tough, you know, the, the, the way the world was on her, you know, it was, uh, yeah. it was a lot of pressure. Um, obviously a lot of money, but a lot of pressure, um, to be, uh, you know, she set the bar very high as, as a UFC fighter. When you're, when you're knocking out people and, and submitting them in a matter of seconds, if you don't do that, then it becomes like, Oh, what's wrong with Ronda Rousey? And I think that a lot, a lot of the media, like a lot of the obligations that she had, mm. she did everything. She didn't turn anything down. She she literally, you know, she didn't say no to one media obligation. And uh, I think she ran herself into the ground. I think she was exhausted by the time she fought home in uh, in Australia on that card. Mm. And uh, and and it's all it's all it's kind of been downhill for her since then, uh, as far as MMA goes. But I mean, I I would I think it would be cool to see her reinvent herself. Yeah. In pro in pro wrestling. Definitely. Um, back to Clash of Champions, uh, a, a Matt classic between the Bludgeon Brothers and Brizongo. Um, that lasted <laughs> two minutes. Um, nothing, <laughs> nothing much for me to say about that. Uh, I, I don't like their new gimmick. You know, it, it is what it is. But um, I think I are think they, are they wearing Kane's hand me down? I don't. What is that? What are those outfits that I, I have? No and Rowan are wearing. It looks like something Kane wore in like 2002 like what what is that what is that about bro i have no idea i don't know who signed off on that deal uh rowan is still wearing the mask that he wore during the white family yeah. i have no idea what they're doing but i i think you know if it's not rusev in english up next you know the bludgeon brothers harper and rowan uh should be on that uh top tier in the tag team division going forward after that um uh, I just don't know who, but the Fusos are, are a heel team, and, and uh, Bludgeon Brothers are a heel team. I just don't know how that how that goes together. Ah, uh, it's tough because Uso is. I think Usos are like a tweener right now, right? They are. They are a little bit. Uh, more, more and more, they're becoming uh, a tweener. And, and yeah, whatever it is, WWE hasn't over the last couple of years. They haven't done like the hard turn. It's kind of been more of like a like a soft turn, not, yeah. not like a not any one thing you can point to and say, oh, that's where you know the, that that team turned or that or that wrestler turned to, to heel or to the babyface. So maybe that is maybe that is how they'll position that with as you so as the babyface. But I kind of like them as heels. I think they this has been the best run of their uh, of their careers. Those guys, I I, I like them a lot yeah. where, where they're at. Well, I mean, we just seen the heel turn from Mojo. I think that was the last time we seen a real hard turn. Yeah. Like, damn, like, what are you doing? Real, that was a real one, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, uh, Mark, this, this tag team match with Owens, Zane, Orton, Nakamura, uh, Shane, and Daniel Bryan as two referees in the ring. Um, again, another mess, but very entertaining. 
Uh, it looked like it didn't, they did not know what they were doing or if that was planned. But overall, KO and Sami Zayn uh, were victorious. Um, Shane had the three count for, uh, to pin Zayn. He did. Uh, he did not do it for for Sami Zayn. And then him and Danny Bryan kept going back and forth. And then by the time you know it, Danny Bryan did the quick three count and made KO and Sami Zayn win. Um, not surprised that KO and Sami Zayn won. Just try to figure out how they how they were going to win. But I think the more interesting story is the dynamic between Shane and Danny Bryan because a lot of people want Danny Bryan back in uh, back in that ring to wrestle or be physical to some capacity. Does this put him and Shane in the position that down the road I would say mania that Daniel that Daniel Bryan does have some some sort of match or some kind of physicality that it could be a match or a non-sanctioned kind of match with Shane. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it looks like it's going in that direction. I just don't know whether it's going to be Daniel Bryan himself fighting, you know, in the, uh, having that match or uh, someone wrestling for him in that match. It really just depends on if he gets cleared. I know he wants to wrestle again. I know he yeah. wants, he's trying. he's been trying to get cleared now to wrestle for a little bit. WWE has said no uh, so far. They're, they're, they're afraid of the risk. Understandably, you know, and but uh, apparently his doctors, according to him, have said that he's okay. It's just a matter of them clearing him. So I think that if he gets cleared, uh, that could be the match at uh, at Bedia against Shane McMahon. Uh, the thing about this match here is that I thought, you know, when you have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against uh, Nakamura and Orton, that that could be like a you know a four star, four and a quarter star match. Mm. It wasn't actually a great match because I feel like the crowd was really just kind of. Tired. waiting for something to happen with, with Daniel Bryan and Shane as the two referees. So it kind of took away from the actual action of, of the match, which was which was mediocre, and then the crowd was just flat for that entire match until the end when something actually did develop. And I thought, you know, that it wasn't a great match. They did tell a good story. I did like how they, they advanced the story with Shane and, uh, and Daniel Bryan, and it makes you want to see what's going to happen on SmackDown. So I do like how it played out from a storyline perspective, if not an actual in-ring uh, match perspective. I, I, obviously, the, the, the Shane versus Daniel Bryan thing is going to continue. Um, what I think is interesting is that Shane is being positioned as, as a heel here, yeah. and, uh, and Owens and Zanner are heels. Um, but uh, but Shane, you know, is, is going against the two uh, the two heels, and, and Daniel Bryan is is kind of pseudo helping the two heels. So I want to see how that plays out and where and where it goes from here. But uh, so far, so good. I, I do I do like what they're doing with it. Well, you know, Mark, if, if people saw Survivor Series 98 knowing that Shane was a, a, a referee during that match, and he, he, you know, he didn't count out Stone Cold either. So people should know that if, if, you, if you got Shane as a referee, he might not count you out, bro. Like, he's not the, <laughs> he's not the most reliable referee out there, but... Can't be um, trusted. Exactly. And, and, and that's, what a, that's what a big man is portrayed. You can't trust him. And now... It's like we're asking who was the heel, Shane, for what he tried to do, uh, uh, not count out the three for Sami Zayn, or Danny Bryan doing the quick count and he's at the top of the ramp, you know, holding the hands of both KO and Sami Zayn. So people are gonna, the fans are gonna like Danny Bryan anyway more than Shane. So that yeah. automatically puts Shane in the heel spot, whether he's a tweener or not. I mean, I know we're taping, we're doing this show before SmackDown, so. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but um, 
I like it. I think I think that's the most uh, interesting story going on SmackDown. That can go all the way to WrestleMania. Um, but if if Daniel Bryan gets gets in that ring for a match, oh um, man, everybody's been waiting for that for so long. I mean, I want to see it, but again, Shane McMahon is always in the middle, man. Always he's always in that that big time match, right? Always, and, and, and McMahon's always seem to find themselves find themselves in these uh, in these big storylines. I would I would prefer the storyline be about the actual wrestlers, but I, I mean I, yeah. I do I I do appreciate that I'm telling a good story, even if it is about another McMahon. I like Sami Zayn going heel. I think him and KO again. I don't want people to 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 think I'm comparing 100 percent to them, but they kind of remind me of how. A young DX word with Sean and, and Triple H early, early going on. Just the antics, them being sarcastic, them just doing stupid stuff and, you know, getting away with stuff. So they remind me of a young DX. I'm not comparing them to them. I'm just saying they, they just remind me. But um, I like that dynamic. I'm, I'm just glad they have something for Sammy's name. Because exactly. Because uh, for like eight months, they had nothing for him. They just created, just had absolutely nothing for him. He's literally one of the most talented guys on on the roster. I mean, he's he's probably in the top three or four, five best wrestlers on the on the on the roster. You know, do something with the guys. So I'm, I'm glad I'm glad uh, for that at least. Yeah, and now they have nothing for Nakamura, and and I think Randy Orton needs a heel turn. Well, Randy Orton always needs a heel turn if he's not already <laughs> a heel. <laughs> he's kind of, he's the same thing with Bobby Roode. You know, they're just not they're not baby faces. Right. Uh, I think um, I think Nakamura Nakamura for him. Uh, I think he probably wins the Rumble. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the program is going to be for him moving forward. I don't know if he'll stay. I don't know if it makes sense for him to stay in this. Uh, you know, Shane and Dan Bryan and uh, and Sammy and uh, and Ko thing. But we'll see. We'll see how they uh, how they do it. I mean, Mark, you're not the only one who's told me that Nakamura should win or is a clear favorite or whatever because I'm really trying to figure this thing out where if we're all saying Nakamura is going to win the Rumble or highly likely he's going to win the Rumble and we're saying that in December then when the pay-per-view comes we're not like that surprised or shocked I think I don't think Nakamura is going to win the Rumble I think you know he'll probably be in that final four final five um you know, it becomes too predictable because obviously when he wins, if he wins, he'll go for AJ's title. Um, but I'm trying to figure out who else, aside from Nakamura, which 98% of fans want him to win, who else can be considered favorites aside from him, from from either brand? Who do you think? Well, if, if AJ stays the champion, and I, I don't see anyone taking the belt off him at this point, I don't know who else. I mean, it's going to be on Raw. It's going to be Brock and Roman, right? That's kind of that's kind of like the they've been kind of positioning themselves for that for for a while now. That seems like like a no brainer um, on that side. I don't know if they'll have Roman win the Rumble again. Um, he's won it. I think he's won it the last 100 years in a row. I'm pretty sure. So I don't think they'll have him win it uh, again. And on SmackDown, you've already had AJ and, and Kevin Owens in uh, in a long program. Uh, you know, the last, I mean, this year, uh, they, they've, they wrestled a whole lot over the, U, the U.S. title a lot this year. Uh, you know, Sami Zayn, I don't know if he's at that level. Orton, you know, Orton won last year, right? Didn't he win the Rumble last year? I don't think they'll have him win. Mm. So if you're talking about main event guys on SmackDown, I think Nakamura makes the most sense. And you know what? If it's not a surprise, I'm okay with that because 
it's it's the means to an end uh, as far as getting that AJ versus Nakamura match. I think that's the one. That's a big one, man. That's a really good. Uh, the, the New Japan uh, fanboy in me is, is really excited uh, over the possibility of that match at WrestleMania. That, that'll steal the show without a doubt. Well, I I don't know if Brock is going to walk into WrestleMania as champ because you know he has he has a triple threat match with Kane at the Rumble. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kane. It is, it, it is 2017. I mean, and Kane is 67 years old. So why not put the belt on him? Hey, WrestleMania. That sounds about right. Kane Kane paid his dues in NXT, bro. He did. He did. <laughs> I can't be- I can't believe Kane is in the Royal Rumble main event in in twenty eighteen. I mean, yeah. I I feel like I've been watching that guy my entire life, and I'm I'm thirty three years old. I'm not I'm not a spring chicken, and, and he's been he's been around. He's been around. You know, yeah, could could this is my thing. If if I, yeah, Brock is gonna win win at the Rumble. You're trying to you know you put Nakamura in the hat, um in the hat. <clears throat> Braun can lose at the Rumble but not get pinned. He could he could win he could win the rumble. I mean, it's it's not a foregone conclusion that Roman Reigns is in the main event, even though everybody likes likes to I think so. Su- I would be surprised if he's if he's not. I would be surprised. Okay, so we have Nakamura. If we're trying to pinpoint at least the final five, Nakamura, I could say, well, Braun Braun, he he probably won't be in it. Um, Finn Balor. Um, maybe Finn Balor, uh, maybe, maybe Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens. in that in that mix. Samoa Joe, maybe yeah, maybe Samoa Joe. You know, um, again, they've already they've already burnt they've already burnt a lot of those Raw guys against Brock this year. We've already, we've already seen a lot of those matches. Yeah, so Roman is, Roman is the one that we haven't seen you know since WrestleMania face Brock. So in in the singles match anyway. So yeah. uh, I mean that that's that's what I think. Um, I don't think he'll win the Royal Rumble. Um, maybe he will. Who knows? Uh, but I think that Nakamura, as far as uh, as far as the SmackDown side, just it just makes sense. Mm. Uh, just uh, but then again, you know who knows what, what the hell creative is thinking. So now, if, if AJ has a one on one championship match at the Royal Rumble, who do you think is the next the next contender? Because obviously he beat. Ginger last night at Clash of Champions. Um, I don't think Ginger's gonna get a rematch. Um, I hope not. <laughs> he might. He might simmer down to that U.S. title kind of area. So uh, they 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 went 24 minutes last night at, at Clash. Uh, pretty pretty okay match. Um, AJ, as we can say, is, is the best wrestler in the world. Made Ginger look real good. Um, he won. So now it's like, who's next? For AJ, at least for the time being, at the Rumble one-on-one match, um, hey, th- there still is John Cena out there. I know John Cena is yep. forty years old and been around for a while, but could we get another match with him and Cena, uh, him and AJ at the Rumble? Do we get uh, KO or Sami Zayn at the Rumble? Um, uh, Randy Orton at the Rumble against AJ. Maybe maybe Randy Orton turns on AJ at some point, and they do that at the Rumble. Yes, uh, heel heel Randy Orton over babyface Randy Orton all day every day. Yes, yes. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. No, they're, they're they're I mean that's not a bad match. AJ against uh, against uh, heel Orton at the Rumble. That's not terrible. Yeah, I uh, I don't see Corbin. I don't see Rude against AJ, which could be kind of kind of kind of dope. Um, 
It's tough, man. I mean, again, if there is a championship match at the Rumble, I think I think there is. And I'm not forgetting anybody who might be hurt off the roster. So that that's that's all they pretty aside from Cena, a, 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 ain't nobody else missing. Yeah, no, that's it. Oh, I want to say hot side and just do AJ Nakamura at the Rumble and they go in a different direction for WrestleMania. Oh man, you know all these fans are gonna be like, No, don't do it now, do it at WrestleMania. <laughs> I just hope they do it. I mean I'm just I just want them to do it. Like <laughs> I don't I don't care if they hot shot it for for the Rumble. Um it probably wouldn't make sense to do that because you would it would be a really nice build if it's at, at Mania and it's a better it's a better moment. Um, uh, I mean those guys are going to have a great match. I mean they'll have an amazing match. They've done it before. I mean these guys have had amazing matches together before. So yeah, and plus the rumble the rumble was in Philly, so I'm trying to just figure out you know what they do. But I mean, again, I guess they got a couple of weeks to to, to get it. No, I think a month to get to get it right. Um, so yeah, that was Clash, pretty pretty decent pay per view. Nothing really, you know, that that moved the needle forward into aside from Shane and Daniel Bryan, where you, where you got to tune in every week. But other than that, um, I think everything went according to plan except the Dolph Ziggler match. Um, so yeah, we get the Rumble January twenty eighth in Philly next month. Should be very interesting on, on who's gonna fight for the championships. Who's the special? Royal Rumble entrance because you know, th- you know they like bringing these old, these old guys coming back. So, um, you know, if if it were me, and I know it'll never happen, the one match I would want to see is AJ against Shawn Michaels because there's a lot of people saying AJ has surpassed Shawn Michaels. He's better than Shawn Michaels. Um, that is a dream match AJ has always wanted. There was even a fake Rumble poster last year for AJ against Shawn Michaels. But, Mark, I I doubt that match will ever happen. Yeah, I don't think Sean's coming back. I mean, <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean nah. was my. Nah. I know, I know, I know that I said I don't like, I don't, I don't play favorites uh, these days. But when I was a kid, I mean, Shawn Michaels was was uh, was a god. I mean, he was man. Yeah, that was a guy that I always uh, loved growing up. So uh, I I don't know if I want to see him back. You know. I, I th- I think he'll be he'd be a shell. Of a, I mean, he seems like he's in great shape. I mean, he's like he's in really great shape. But I mean, I I'd be okay with him never uh, never coming back and uh, and and that whole thing. And you got to figure out who who uh, Triple H. I'm sure Triple H will be at the Rumble. Maybe he maybe him against Braun Strowman. They kind of uh, or maybe him against Kurt Angle. Maybe that could that could be something interesting too. But I think Sean Sean versus AJ is a dream match. But it's it's not it's not Sean in his prime. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think those I don't think they would do that. Hey, maybe Triple H wins the Rumble. <laughs> oh God, please don't do this! Don't oh, do this man. to me. <laughs> did, did you? Did you? Uh, I, hold on, I, I saw this. Um, you gotta give me a second. I, I did. The last couple of Royal Rumble winners. Um, trying to find it right now. Royal Rumble winners who went on to fight at WrestleMania since 2010. Edge won it in twenty in twenty ten. He lost at, at Mania. Del Rio twenty eleven. He lost at Mania. Sheamus twenty twelve. He won at Mania. Cena twenty thirteen. He won at Mania. Batista twenty fourteen. He lost at Mania. Roman Reigns twenty fifteen. He lost at Mania. And I think that's why we'll probably get Reigns and and Brock again because of the Seth Rollins cash in. Um, Triple H he won the Rumble, but it, it was for the title, but he lost it at WrestleMania. And Orton last year, 
uh, and he won at Mania. So uh, a lot of a lot of evolution people in that group. Mm-hmm. Not not a lot not a lot of fresh names. Huh? Not, most of, most of them veteran guys who've been around for a while. True. I think true. Uh, I think Nakamura. I think Nakamura is the guy this year. I, I hope I hope I'm right. I hope I'm right. Um, and if not him, uh, I hope it's someone. I hope it's a fresh name. You know, I, I'd really like to see them start putting over some of the uh, some of the fresh uh, younger dudes. Because Nakamura is not is not really a young guy either. He's in his you know he's in his mid to late thirties. I, I, mean, I AJ AJ's forty. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't know how long he's going to be doing this. So, I just worry about Nakamura on the microphone cutting promos as champion. I know he's great in the ring, but it's like the the champion has to cut those promos. Good guy or I mean, bad does guy? Does he have to though? I mean, it, it, your champion is not going to speak. I mean, I know Brock. No, Brock doesn't speak as much, but we know he can speak properly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. It's again, it's it's really on, it's really on the creative team. I think that everyone, you have to write for the wrestler. You don't come up with a formula and then hope the wrestler, mm-hmm. the talent, you know, morphs themselves into the formula. You have to, you know, you have you have all this talent, and you have to write for them. You know, they, you don't, you don't, uh, they don't, they, you know, uh, they don't uh, have to. I mean, I guess they do have to, in a sense, kind of adapt to. The, the format of, of the show and uh, of WWE, but yeah. to have someone as talented as Nakamura because he is he's incredibly charismatic. Yeah, he doesn't speak great English because he's Japanese, but he is charismatic and he's over and he is a phenomenal wrestler. You know, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you have someone like that. You got to find different ways to get him over, and he's already over. Other than having him cut, a, you know, fifteen minute promo. You know, I think. Um, that's really incumbent on uh, the writing team, in, in my opinion. I think it can work, but you have to write in, in, in the correct way, and you have to you have to adapt to, to who he is. And, and and he has limitations, but he also has um, a lot of a lot of positive uh, aspects, of, of course, as well. Right. Um, before I do let you go, I do want to ask you a couple of things outside of the WWE. Uh, the first thing. Um, I thought it was kind of shocking that Mark Cuban, owner of the Mavericks, was talking about pro wrestling. I thought it was a rib. Uh, you talk about New Japan <laughs> pro wrestling, and uh, and speaking of language, we just spoke, uh, talked about Nakamura. He said, aside from the language um, barriers that they have in New Japan, he feels NJPW is the best promotion in the world. Do you uh, agree with that, or do you semi-disagree or agree? I definitely agree. I think it's the best wrestling in the world, right? I think that I, the thing about wrestling is that people like it for different reasons. If you just like in-ring action and you like great matches and you like uh, good in-ring storytelling and, and a lot of high-risk moves and a lot of, uh, a lot of hard-hitting moves, mm-hmm. um, New Japan is number one for that. Uh, it, by, by far and away, uh, the in-ring action in New Japan is is far superior to WWE's product. Uh, WWE's product has a lot more. There's a lot more talking. There's a lot more acting. There's a lot more storylines in that way. Um, you know, a lot a lot more of uh, of like the the soap opera uh, thing going on. Whereas New Japan is uh, they they almost position themselves as uh, as like sport, um, and their and their storylines are based more on sport and merit than they are on uh, the WWE stuff. Uh, so. Uh, I mean, it's really a personal preference, but uh, for me, um, I, I appreciate the the, uh, the in-ring athleticism and, and the action um, and the storytelling and, and that and that stuff 
more at this point in my life anyway than I do um, <clears throat> as a longtime wrestling fan um, than I do uh, the WWE stuff, which, I mean, uh, the, the talent in WWE is unequivocal. I mean, they have, they have such incredibly talented uh, talent and, and wrestlers there, mm-hmm. but they are, they are confined to the, the WWE style where they're not allowed to do the kind of things that, they are, that they'd be able to do in New Japan right. and the indie circuit. I mean, if you go back and you watch some of, like, uh, you know, Sami Zayn when he was El Generico and uh, Kevin Owens when he was Kevin Steen and Ring of Honor and PWG, uh, you know, those guys were having, you know, four-and-a-half, five-star matches uh, in, in these promotions, and they just can't, they just can't do that because it, you need some more high-risk, hard-hitting things and in WWE, they kind of, it's a little bit of a, of a uh, I mean, I don't want to say watered down or diluted, but it's, they, they hold back a little bit as far as that for injury reasons and, and for, you know, the, the, the schedule is grueling. You can't be going all out doing crazy stuff every single, every single night. Right. Um, so I think, um, I think the New Japan, uh, the actual in-ring wrestling is, uh, is, is superior. I don't think, uh, I mean, I, I, I'd have a hard time with anyone arguing against that. Um, but again, it's personal preference. If you prefer the storylines and, and the talking and and the and the, and the larger than life characters, um, WWE has that. So I mean, I, I think I think there's room for both in the space, and I and I enjoy both. You know, I also enjoy going to some you know indie pro wrestling here in LA. I mean, I go to P, I try to go to PWG as much as I can mm-hmm. um, here because it's uh, the in ring action there is uh, other than New Japan, it's it's probably the best in the world. I mean, it's really really incredible. Um, the, uh, the the athletes and the talent that that come through those uh, that that small American Legion Hall in uh, in the Valley, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean as far as far as like them ever cha- as far as New Japan ever challenging WWE, I mean it's just two different fronts, right? I mean they're in Japan. I know they're they're starting to make a little some inroads in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're doing uh, they did a show last year for the first time in Long Beach. I went to that. Um, they did two shows actually, and they did. Um, they're doing one in March again in Long Beach here in in, uh, in, in California. Um, and I'll, I'll probably I'll try to get tickets to that too. Hopefully, I can get to go to that as well. Nice. Um, but I can't ever. I mean, it's it's such a. It's, it, I can't imagine them ever approaching where WWE is in the states. I mean, I just don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be something. But I think it could get to be as big as like a, a Ring of Honor. You know where they're where they're uh, or maybe even in like a impact or TNA or whatever the hell they're calling themselves uh, this week whatever, huh. whatever they are I can see exactly. it approaching that but I mean WWE is a, is a is a billion dollar company at this point right I mean they they do they do very well I don't see Japan really ever approaching that but again if you're a wrestling fan I think you can you can watch both and, and enjoy them both and enjoy everything. We're gonna get Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega I think in a couple of weeks at Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. twelve. So I, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like I'm a Wrestle Kingdom savant or, or you know, <laughs> whatever, but um, kind of tying the question into the into the Royal Rumble. You know, we'll get to Jericho and Omega in, in full over the next two weeks, but do you think that it's just a Jericho going over there to fight Kenny Omega? And I've been liking... They're back and forth so far, and they're making it look as real as possible, which which is what we don't have in a WWE nowadays. But um, you know, even something like that, when I mentioned Rousey in the press conference and just adding that more realism, they don't do that anyway. Um, Jericho fights Omega over there now with the Rumble coming up. Do you think that there's some sort of quid pro quo like Jericho fights Omega over there and? Somehow, some way, Omega, which a lot of people love, Omega ends up 
in the Royal Rumble match? I would say slim to none chance of that happening. Uh, okay. I think uh, I think Omega will 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 resign with New Japan New Japan and be there for at least another year. I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out him coming back to the states. Uh, at you know at some point, he, I mean he's Canadian. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule him coming back at some point in the next couple of years, but I just don't think they're in a really good spot right now. I think New Japan had uh, one of their top two or three best years in terms of revenue ever, um, and maybe their best, and, and I mean, I think some would say their best year in terms of, of, pro, of product as well. Um, so I think he's going to be there for a while, uh, for the next couple of years. I don't see him in WWE, certainly in 2018, in 2020, yeah, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. But I think, I think there's still a lot for him to do over in New Japan. I mean, he he's been in Japan for many, many years. Um, he speaks fluent Japanese. I believe his uh, his wife or his, his girlfriend is uh, is Japanese. Uh, so uh, he's 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 pretty firmly entrenched there. He's definitely not a guy who's been there trying to get a WWE deal for for a while. He's 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 kind of uh, he's he's pretty firmly in, in Japan. Now, for someone who doesn't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling like me, um, uh, where where can I watch it? Where can I find this stuff? Yeah, I mean the, that's a little bit that's a little bit more difficult yeah. for, for U.S. fans. So, like they have a street, they have a, their equivalent of WWE Network is uh, New Japan World NJ, NJPW World, um, and it's uh, it's 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 not. The easiest interface. It's uh, it's it's in Japanese, but you, I mean, mm. it's easily. I mean, you can hit like the English button on top, and it translates most things for you into English. Um, I I have no trouble. Uh, I, I I have. I'm so I subscribe to it. Um, <clears throat> I can see I can see how it could be confusing to some people, but I mean, once you get the hang of it, you can uh, you can um, navigate it relatively easily to find the, the new things. I haven't gone back to the archives all that much um, of the, some of the stuff they have. Stuff going back to the, like the seventies and eighties, like. Antonio Inoki against Andre the Giant and just some crazy stuff wow. on there, but I haven't I haven't dipped into that all. You know, they have like Inoki versus Ric Flair, um, some really cool stuff um, in, in the archives. But I haven't I haven't quite delved into that yet. I do have a job after all. I gotta watch some, some, some MMA at some point. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, I think I think as far as 2018 goes, they really need to they need to update their site. They need to have a full English site where it's it's it's. Very very easy to find everything in English on the site, including the back, you know, the, the archives and that kind of stuff. If you don't want to subscribe to that, um, and I think it's around the same thing as as uh, same price as WWE Network, maybe a little bit less, like eight dollars a month, not nine dollars a month. I think that's worth it. Um, but if you don't want to pay for that, um, they are on Access TV every uh, every Friday night. It's not <clears throat> the only thing about that is that it's older, it's older matches. So they're they're like a, maybe like a month or two <clears throat> in a. They're kind of like um, delayed about it by about a month or two. Right. So if like if you watch Access on like Friday night, it's coming up. Um, you'll you may see a match from like October or uh, or November or something like that. Um, but uh, they do put on you know very good matches on Access. So I mean I think it, that's a good gateway into it if you want to watch that you know on Access. Uh, Jim Jim Ross, uh, good old Jr. is uh, the play by play guy for that yeah. shows with uh, my uh, my buddy Josh Barnett, former UFC heavyweight champion. Um, they do they do the, uh, the the broadcast stuff. They do a pretty good job, um, and yeah, I mean I think that's a good gateway. And uh, and they are doing a three hour uh, Wrestle Kingdom show uh, the Saturday night after Wrestle Kingdom. So the rest, uh, so the Wrestle Kingdom is, is going to be live on January fourth. Um, so I think it's January sixth 
uh, access will have like a 3-hour it won't be the entire show but it'll be like the top 3 matches so it'll be Okada versus Naito Omega versus Jericho and uh, Tanahashi versus Jay White um on on access on Saturday night so i think that's that's a good that's a good way if you're if you're uh, not a new japan fan mm-hmm. you know take that saturday night on on january 6th and uh and just check out those matches i think they're going to be uh phenomenal i really uh, i mean uh, the the level of talent mm-hmm. right now in new japan is uh is out of this world and and omega versus jericho i think will be will be uh super fun to see i think that that's like a dream match um I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I give it my, my full endorsement. I, I really do. I think New Japan. New Japan is kind of what got me back into wrestling after kind of being lapsed for, for a number of years. Um, kind of uh, got me back into it watching that again. I'm, I'm definitely back uh, hooked uh, right, right now again on it. Yeah, I, I, I figured with your schedule, with you know UFC and Raw and SmackDown and NXT and 205 Live and New Japan and Ring on it, it, it is a lot of stuff to get to, you know, keep a track lot, of. Man. It's a lot, and like I don't, I don't like uh, keep track of it on on an hour to hour basis as if it were my job. But uh-huh. in Raw and SmackDown are a good thing to have on in the background when I'm working. You know, because I, I do work from home, so I can just kind of pop on in the background there. You know, I can pop on like uh, usually Sundays my day uh, to watch catch up on stuff. I watch like NXT on Sundays. I watch like New Japan if I miss any during the week on Sundays. Because usually, I mean, usually Sunday is a, is a light day for me because um, it's after the event is over. You know, usually the UFC event on Saturday nights, mm-hmm. so I'll I'll usually get up on Sunday and I'll pop on uh, pop on some, some wrestling and watch that for a couple hours while I uh, <laughs> while I veg out after uh, being up all night watching uh, and working uh, UFC fights. Mm-hmm. My last two, Mark. Before I let you go, um, I think I think I saw a video of Connor with TMZ. Somebody asked him about what about the WWE, and he kind of said "f them." I mean, <laughs> they shouldn't worry about that. They're still gonna take him if he wants to go, right? Yeah, and and I don't know if that'll happen uh, anytime soon. Uh-huh. I think Connor's got a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, he can go box. He can go box. You know, he can go box <laughs> in a couple months and and make. Uh, you know, $50 million against Manny Pacquiao, if that's really the route that he wants to go. I mean, he can go fight. And he's got so many things going on right now. But in, in the future, could I see that happening? Absolutely. I think he's, he's, uh, he's probably a fan of, like, the Attitude Era. You know, he's probably, you know, I think he watched back then. Yeah. Um, you could just tell from his, his personality and, and the things, some of the things that he says that he has, uh, I mean, if we're being, excuse me, if we're being honest, Promotion in MMA is very much based on pro wrestling. Absolutely, uh, you know, trash, trash talk, yep. and cutting promos. I mean, really, it's it's very similar. I mean, the, the crossover is uh, is huge. Um, so I mean, you, I don't think you can be and, and do what Conor McGregor says uh, if you weren't a pro wrestling fan at some point, or at least understood the understood the the, the medium, the entertainment of it. So I think I, I don't I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him at some point. I don't know if he would actually do a match, um, but I could see him showing up at a WrestleMania sometime in the future. I, I mean, I I would probably be surprised if that if that didn't happen. I think at some point, you know, if the money is right, he'll he'll show up in in, in some respect. What's the um What's the word with CM Punk, man? I we I I don't know when he I think he fought that he fought that one time. I don't know what like a year ago, year and a half ago, and now just like. Now what? What's up with CM Punk, man? Yeah, I think um, I know he wants to fight again. Uh, you know, he's still training. Uh, he he did meet with Dana White at UFC 218 in Detroit earlier this month. 
but I don't think um, I don't think anything got decided as far as him, him getting another UFC fight at that point. I think I think what's really setting him back, and 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 uh, I don't know this for a fact, but I think uh, purely speculating is I think that just I just think that he's injured. You know, I just think he's been injured a lot. Uh, you know, he the 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 twenty years or so, what you know, however many years he did of, of pro wrestling has just uh, wreaked havoc on his body. And I think I think it's been difficult for him to stay in the gym. I haven't seen too many photos of him at uh, at Ruba Sport in Milwaukee uh, training. Um, usually, when he's there, he, he is he's uh, posting photos, or someone is posting photos of him. So I, I I don't know. I think that might be what stands. In. I think that's probably the biggest barrier for him right now. But but I mean, he seems committed to it still. Um, I mean, I think he he's even said if the UFC doesn't want to doesn't want to give him another fight, he'll go fight with somebody else. And also, I mean, if we're being honest, if the UFC released him, Bellator would come in and, and sign him right away, mm. and and put him on and put him in a fight on on Spike TV. And uh, you know that they would get. I mean, actually, it's not going to be Spike TV anymore beginning January. But it's going to be the Paramount Network. But if the, if Bellator put him on on cable TV in a in a in a in an MMA fight, that would do a big rating. I mean, this is a guy that drew that drew a lot of people. Um, on television for WWE on cable, mm-hmm. if Bellator gave him a fight on cable, that would do probably that one of some of their biggest numbers. So I mean, I think that's the reason why UFC hasn't released him yet. They don't want him to go to the competition, but uh, we'll see. I, I think I think he will fight again. I, I don't know if it'll be for the UFC. I think it probably will be, um, but it probably won't be for another. You know, I mean, it won't be it won't be in the first half of twenty uh, and twenty eighteen most likely. Um, if it is toward the you know toward the summer sometime in, in, in that area, that that's my prediction. Again, that's mostly speculation. I haven't talked to him. I did ask Dana White about him when I when I um, Dana White had a media lunch in Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And I did ask about CM Punk, um, and they just don't know. I, I don't think he's in. I don't think he's in the spot right now where he can accept the fight. Um, but I do know he wants to fight, so we'll we'll see. I, I part of me, I, part of me, and and all the talk about Daniel Bryan coming back and that kind of thing is like. On a selfish level, I would love to see CM Punk come back and go to like New Japan or go to uh, go to Ring of Honor and, and mm-hmm. or maybe go to you know PWG do a do a, do a match at PWG um, just to just to see him again in wrestling. I think um, I think that would be really cool. Uh, you know, see him join Bullet Club or some crazy thing like that. You know, on, on the independent circuit. But I don't know if that'll happen. I mean, I think that I think that would be cool to see uh, from a selfish level. But it seems like he's done with wrestling and he's he's committed to, uh, to mm-hmm. fighting. Man, I, I mean, how does it feel to have Dana White's phone number in your phone, bro? You, you're doing it big. Oh, no, it was, um, it was a media launch. It was a media launch. I, I do have Dana's number in my in my phone, but uh, nice. Dana, Dana, you know, I mean, I, I, he, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not, we're not texting buddies. Put it that way. <laughs> I have Ronda's, I have Ronda's number in my phone too, but I haven't used it in many years. Oh yeah, not, not, not yeah. Now you're big time, bro. <laughs> now you're big time. <laughs> Um, the last one I have for, uh, before I let you go officially, uh, this kind of back and forth stuff with Daniel Cormier and <laughs> Co- and Cody Rhodes on Twitter. And uh, for those who haven't seen it, I'm gonna try to uh, paraphrase it. But basically, somebody would tweeted uh, a, like a, a video clip of Ring of Honor and this kind of sequence going back and forth, and uh, Cormier responded to to, to this guy saying that. Basically saying it's it's pathetic. Uh, if is this what if this is this what people want to see? Uh, gymnastics competition. He rather sees uh, suplex, body slam, power driver. Do some old school 
wrestling, even a, a DDT. I recall when the Frankensteiner was the most you'd ever see someone flip. I say boo to this BS. And then we get, hold up, I'm going to get it. We get <laughs> Mr. Cody Rhodes responding saying, it's not pathetic. The pain audience, uh, they enjoy it. UFC is thriving and pro wrestling has been going strong since 1920. Um, besides most of, besides most of y'all ask Hunter for a job when the wheel falls off anyway, and most of you are on comp list at Staples, go, uh, so lay the F off. So I find it very funny, very interesting. Um, Cormier responded to the, to the, to the original video and, and Rhodes, uh, defending pro wrestling. So what's your take of all of this? I want to say, I mean, I, I know Daniel Cormier fairly fairly well. You know, I, I've covered him for a number of years, and mm. I speak to him fairly regularly. And, and one thing I know about Daniel Cormier is that he is actually a huge pro wrestling fan. Right. He really, he really, really loves pro wrestling. Um, uh, there was there was a clip of, when uh, when when Seth Rollins uh, cashed his money in the bank. He went to that WrestleMania, and there's a clip of him online like going insane when he cashed his money in the bank at WrestleMania. Wow, like almost nice. like crying, like he was going nuts. He is a <laughs> he is a real, real hardcore pro wrestling fan. Uh. Um, and but but like many pro but like many pro wrestling fans, I mean, some people don't like the some of the more uh, uh, you know some of the more uh, flippy stuff, like flippy floppy, yeah, like you know that that type of stuff. You know the the young the young bucks, you know, do a lot of. I, I, I guess people would call them spot monkeys. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that terminology, but that's what that's the. Uh, that's a term that people have used for them. Yeah. Uh, I, personally, I, I find I find the Young Bucks and Bullet Club and, and Cody and Kenny Omega and all those guys really entertaining. Um, I enjoy their matches the same way that I would enjoy, uh, you know, like a like a, a a good a good technical match. You know, what I mean, I, I think there's room for all of that stuff. Uh, I think uh, I think DC. I think DC. I mean, I actually tweeted at DC too when that whole thing was going on. He wrote back, "No." I'm, like I, I'm a fan of the Bullet Club, you know. I think they're cool, mm-hmm. um, but that kind of stuff. And again, also that clip was like it was kind of a silly spot in the in the in the in the course of a, of a long, I mean, a fairly long match. Yeah. Um, that you can't really you can't really judge you can't really judge the, that style of wrestling or that match based on that one spot. It wasn't the, it wasn't the best spot ever, you know. But again, you can't judge it the same way if you're watching a, a you know a UFC fight and you see one you know one not so great, you know, sequence that fighters have and you can't judge the entire fighter or someone's career um or their style on on that one on that one thing. You got you got to see it as a whole. It's not fair, you know. In, in in today's world, you know, you go on Twitter and you see it, you see a 5 second clip and you make your judgment based on that. But that's not the reality of it. I mean, if if you if you really want to be fair. So I think um I, I told D, well, I saw I saw Daniel Cormier um in New York uh during UFC 217 week uh, back in November last month, and I, I told him you got to come out to a PWG show. You got to got to get him out to a PWG show. Maybe he can see the young bucks there. And uh, I didn't know that he was going to have this little uh, little feud with them them then. But now I want to get DC in uh, in uh, in a receipt of California for a PWG show even more to see how he reacts. I think he would have a damn good time because I know he loves wrestling. So mm. I think it's just I think it's just personal preference. I really I really do. I think um, as long as the fans are entertained. That is that is the bottom line. I mean, I went to a show. You saw you saw my tweet from uh, from last week. Macaulay Culkin, uh, you know, did a, did a dive onto Hornswoggle oh, uh, after after some uh, some 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 funny stuff at a local indie show here called Bar Wrestling in uh, in L.A. And uh, 
I mean, it, that was entertaining. You know, this is this is fun. You know, this, that's what that's what it's all about. It's about having fun, and uh, everyone there was entertained, and I and I thought it was uh, I thought it was uh, you know <laughs> funny and, and and cool. So it is to, to each their own. To each their own. No one is forcing you to watch it. You know, if you don't if you don't right. want to watch, you don't have to. So you, so you were okay and cool with with the response that Cody Rose laid down, right? I mean, I think I think uh, I don't know how much of it is Cody working and and kayfabing and and trying to make more out of it than there actually was. True, because um, you know you want, I mean Daniel Cormier is uh, is a popular guy. He, he's a, he's a well known guy. Um, I mean, he was an Olympic wrestler. He's a, he's, a, he's a legit dude. So if you get you get him, you kind of get into a little bit of feud with him. It builds interest. It gets more eyes on on what you're doing. And, and I mean, look, we're having this conversation right now, right? Because of, because of that. I, I mean, I saw a lot of people having that conversation um, on online. I mean, it's just another way to hi- kind of get yourself over, kind of hype yourself up. Um, I don't know if he was serious or not. Maybe maybe half and half. Um, I thought I thought his response was a little bit. Was was a little bit, I mean, off the cuff and a little bit, a little bit harsh. But mm-hmm. I mean, if someone if someone comes out and, and and says what you're doing is pathetic when they don't really have the full, uh, you know, the full scope of what it was and and, and they didn't watch the entire match, right. I can see being sensitive to that. I mean, if someone like someone saw one paragraph of an article that I wrote and said, "Oh, this is actually pathetic," and they didn't actually read the entire, they didn't even they didn't read the whole story. And they don't know. I can see. I can see being a little bit miffed about that. Um, I mean, it's just you know, it's just another another day on the internet. You know, another day on Twitter. Some someone some someone saying something, and someone's going back at it. I mean, it's just like every it's just like every single day. Uh, you know. So I, I just thought I just thought it was kind of funny that it happened because I know I know how much of a fan Dan Cormier is. I mean, he is a he's a legitimate. I mean, there's an interview out there with Ariel Hawani, my colleague. Of uh, Dan, Dan Cormier's uh, his ringtone was uh, was a uh, was the glory it was the glorious theme from Bobby Roode. He's a legit, he is a really really big pro wrestling fan, so I just I just think it. I mean, I think they are both having a little bit of fun, and I, I I'm sure that if they I'm sure that if Daniel saw the Young Bucks in person and uh, and watched their match, I think he would probably enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think I think it comes down to a matter of preference. You know, whether you're you know my age or a little more older, old school kind of guy, you you rather see a you know, like a, like a Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels kind of match than the the wild flippity floppity stuff you get nowadays uh, for for the younger for the younger crowd. And um, I, again, matter of preference, it, it, am I a fan of either or? You know, it, it, the flippity floppity stuff happens to be that you know includes some of the mat the mat technician skills, and then, then that's fine. But if you're gonna be jumping all around the whole entire match, um. That that's okay, but you don't want like three, four matches like that on one card. So, right. um, you know, I don't want to sound like, like the old guy in the room, but it's like whatever that can whatever that can be entertaining, technical, or bouncing around. I'm I, I'm all good with it. But um, I thought I thought it was fun, entertaining. Them them two going back and forth, and, and you know, and Rose has been on Twitter back and forth lately with the whole Young Buck stuff and. Doing the whole uh, DX NWO sign, whatever they were doing, but it, it, it's fun, it's entertaining, and and, and that's how um, it should be. But um, before I do let you go for real, today is Stone Cold's birthday. You got any favorite Stone Cold? <laughs> any any favorite Stone Cold moments or moment? Oh God, man! I, Too I, many. There there are so there are so many uh, in my head. Like I'm I'm thinking like immediately when you say that I'm thinking of like. Uh, 
when he was in the uh, the hospital room, he hit uh, he hit Vince over the head with the bedpan. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was that was man the the comedic timing on that. I mean, when I when I was when I was growing up, I guess that was uh, that was like what 1998, right, or 1999, in that in that in that stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like in, uh, I was probably like 13, 14 years old. I think I was like in, was I, was I, was I that old? Yeah, I was, about, I was just about in high school, mm-hmm. about in high school in, uh, in Queen, in beautiful Queens, New York. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, man, I was, I, I lived to watch Raw, man. I'm, on Mondays, I was like, I couldn't wait to see what would happen with, uh, Stone Cold and, uh, and Vince. Uh, next, and uh, what was the episode where he had him like in the back with like the hunt? Didn't he have like a hunting knife and he was all in fatigue, not like camo, and he was scaring the crap out of a man like that? Uh, that was a great one. The beer, the beer truck, of course, who could forget the beer truck? Exactly. The, uh, the, uh, the monster, didn't he have a monster truck at some point that he, that he came crashing in with? Uh, man, I was just, yeah, uh, he did. So many great moments. Monster truck, beer truck, rivalry with Vince, rivalry with. The Rock, I think, you know, yeah. when you mentioned Stone Cold, yeah. I think the King of the Ring speech is at the top. Um, sure, sure, of course. Yeah, that that made him. Yeah, that made him. Exactly. Uh, him, him winning against Sean with the whole Tyson stuff at WrestleMania 14. Um, again, I think, I think it, there's too many to name, and I don't have I don't have all day, but uh, too many to name. Him and the Rock at WrestleMania 17, which arguably I know we'll talk about mm-hmm. this when Mania comes out, but they put WrestleMania 17 at the greatest Mania of all time. I tend to agree, but we'll save that for a different time. But you know, <laughs> happy birthday to Stone Cold. I don't know how old he is, fifty something, but um, glad to see he's still alive and well and still entertaining people on on his podcast and his TV show. So he's doing. He's he's been making. Doing a lot of great things aside from wrestling, which I'm, I'm very happy and proud proud of. But um, again, happy birthday to Stone Cold and uh, Mark. It, it, it's been great having you on the show. We got to have you on more often. We try to do it every week if you're available. But um, WWE, UFC stuff. Uh, you know, you know, come on down and, and join us again. But I, I greatly thank you and I appreciate it, man. Definitely, man. Thanks for having me. No problem, Mark. Ray, Mark Raymondi, deputy. Help me out here. Deputy managing, Deputy ed- managing editor. <laughs> managing editor, MMA Mark underscore Raymondi on Twitter. Again, thank you, man. And uh, happy holidays to you and your family. Thanks, Randy. You too, man. All right, man. Take it easy. You too. All right.